This is Zipple Ritz Radio episode 32, and today is all about how your diet is ruining your life. But here's the thing there's not a one size fits all approach, and there's also no such thing as losing weight to achieve health. We have to achieve health in order to lose weight. So if you're just simply going out looking for a better body image, it's probably not going to happen by jumping from thing to thing to thing. And instead, it's going to happen from internally focusing, understanding your body, its needs, what it's crying out for, the issues that maybe are going on inside of it, and really helping to create this well oiled system inside so that externally those results can show. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Schur. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. A nutritionist by trade, Alexa has rebelled against common misconceptions about nutrition and has created a realistic health style that will allow you to live a healthy, satisfied, and more simplistic life. It's raw, it's real, it's unfiltered. It's Simple Roots Radio. And now your host, Alexa Sherr. Welcome back to this podcast. I'm your host, Alexa. And as always, I just wanted to remind you that this show is dedicated to simplifying your health, allowing you to live with more purpose, more joy, and ultimately achieve the lasting health you've been looking for. While it seems complex and overwhelming, my passion is to help break it down into the simple truth so you no longer have to sort through the confusion. It's time to make the complex simple, and that's what we're going to do in today's episode. Today is all about breaking the diet myths and really helping you live with full joy. You see, there is a lot of truth and logic behind the statement, your diet is ruining your life. And not only that, in some cases, it's also ruining your health, the very thing so many people are looking for. Yet we make it so complex, and this is why I love health and why I get so passionate about what I do is because it doesn't have to be this difficult. In fact, it can be quite simple, but we have to break through the barriers, the myths, the fads that we're constantly bombarded with and really just see the truth. So in today's show, we're going to break down why dieting is ruining your life. And if you want health, how to really get it without another fad, eating rabbit food, as my kids say, and fully embracing the amazing body you've been given. So specifically, we're going to talk about the five reasons your diet is ruining your life what it really takes to achieve lasting health, and the first step you need to take to start that journey. I know you can get on the defense when I start talking about diets. Sure, some of you have had great success on diets, but realistically, for most, they are just zapping the joy out of your life. They're creating you to body shame, and they're consuming things that rob you of the very reason you are here, your purpose, your joy, your life, the life that you've been given. And we only get one of them. So why waste it consumed and obsessed with food and our body? It's not worth it. So let's get right to it. Diets. Statistically, 97% of all diets will fail. Why? Because most of them are unrealistic, right? I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize that there's not one fix for everyone, which brings us to the number one reason why your diet is ruining your life, because there's not a one-size-fits-all approach. If there were, we would be a nation of thin, healthy, happy individuals without a worry about what we're putting in our bodies. But that's not the case because one-size diets don't work. Even the simple basic equation of calories in equals calories out, which we've talked about in previous episodes that I'll link in the show notes, 
They don't work. And if it did, it would be such a simple equation that everyone could follow them. But long-term, so unrealistic. Why? Because our bodies change. Our bodies are unique and individualized, and there's probably not another body that is specifically and exactly made like yours. Now, that seems like, yeah, 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 we've heard that before. But just listen, if there was, again, we would be a nation of thin, healthy individuals, but there's not, and our bodies have changed. They're going to continue to change as we age and as we go through different life circumstances. If you get sick, your energy requirements, your your nutritional needs, they're going to change. Our needs as adults are much different than children, and our needs will continue to change as we age. So there's really not a one-size-fits-all approach. And if you found something that works, it's probably going to work in the moment, but not long-term, simply because your body is going to be constantly changing, constantly evolving, because that's what happens. It's called life. And so we have to get out of our minds that just because it worked for your friend or for your family member, you saw them have instant or great success, there's a lot of gratification around that, doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And there's a lot of frustration when you see that, you try that, you fully immerse yourself in that, and it doesn't work. But here's the thing, there's not a one-size-fits-all approach, and there's also no such thing as losing weight to achieve health. We have to achieve health in order to lose weight. So if you're just simply going out looking for a better body image, it's probably not going to happen by jumping from thing to thing to thing. And instead, it's going to happen from internally focusing, understanding your body, its needs, what it's crying out for, the issues that maybe are going on inside of it, and really helping to create this well-oiled system inside so that externally those results can show. A great quote I heard that kind of goes hand in hand with this is that we can't compare our insides, what we're feeling on the inside to someone else's outsides. And I think that we live in this culture where it's easy to shame ourselves because we see all these beautiful people walking around and we want what they have and they declare such a beautiful picture of their life on social media and it seems like they have it all together. Let me tell you, as being someone who works on the online field, you can make it look like you have it all together, but I'll be to the first to admit that I don't think anyone out there has it all together. We all need extra help, right? We all have things going on and where one area seems really great, something else is going to fail. We're not capable of doing it all. We just need to focus on what we do well and do that. Just be you. So again, you can't compare your insides, what you're feeling to someone else's outsides because more than likely they're going through something similar, if not the exact same thing you're going through. We all want something greater. We all want something better, right? But at the expense of what? So again, just to clarify, there's not a one-size-fits-all approach. There's not one perfect diet plan that's going to work for anyone. And to break it down even further, and another podcast episode I'm going to do in a couple of weeks, is that it's important to note that women are not small men. See, when we look at the diet industry, we see men and women hand in hand. The exact same diet recommendations are placed on both men and women. But if we break that down and we can understand that women's hormonal flow, the communicators of our system, are completely different than a man's. And yet if we look even deeper at that and we understand that all of the nutritional analysis done to this point, so all of the recommendations that have been placed on nutrition for us have been based off of a male's body. Now, looking at that, right, we can, we can understand that a man's hormonal flow is not the same as a woman's. So just to clarify, a man runs typically on a 24-hour hormonal cycle. Their hormonal swings just change every 24 hours. It's the same thing day in and day out. 
Whereas a woman's is going to change based off a 28-day cycle, maybe 31, 33, whatever your cycle is, a woman's body is drastically different than a man's because their hormonal flow is not the same every 24 hours. In fact, it changes every 24 hours by the different phases of the menstrual cycle. I think once we can understand that and how different every week of a menstrual cycle is, we can start to understand that yes, our nutritional needs might change with our cycle and our hormonal flow. Sure, it's easy for a man, hence why they have more success when they do jump on a fad or a diet is simply because they can tend to do the same thing day in and day out where women cannot. But again, there's a lot of frustration that lies in this because every diet wants you to believe that they have the next best thing on the market. But if we get to the bottom root of it, there's no one size fits all approach. There just isn't. Your body's far different and we really need to look internally instead of externally for something that's gonna fix what you wanna fix. The second point is, is that all diets are just a bunch of different rules with the same results. Again, that statistic, 97% of all diets fail, that means no matter what diet you jump on, 97% of the time, it's going to fail you. You're eventually going to end up back in the same place you started or worse. So we just need to understand that and be weary of that and really look at the diet as a whole and understand what is it trying to do and what are the long-term implications of this. The third reason why your diet is ruining your life is it's discouraging. In fact, it can be life-sucking. I like to believe there's not a person on the face of the earth or an adult on the face of the earth who hasn't tried a diet at some point. Maybe out of curiosity, maybe out of a need, maybe out of like sheer pain that you want something different, that you wanna change the external image of yourself. But man, no matter if you've tried it or not or watched other people try it, we can see that it is life-sucking. It is discouraging, it is consuming, it can become obsessive, And it's hard to really embrace life as we know it when all we can think about is following the strict set of rules and getting to our next weighing in and weighing less and achieving those goals. Now, I'm not here to say that we should just ignore health and ignore dieting. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that there's got to be a better way to do this, right? A more simplistic approach An approach that doesn't mean sucking the life out of you and making you become obsessive because as soon as we hit that obsessive mark, we've really lost the purpose of why we're here. I mean, if you look around or maybe if you've tried a diet, you can become so consumed in what you're eating and what you shouldn't be eating and following all these rules and how much you weigh and how much exercise that you've missed the very essence of life. And that's the meaning, the joy, living life to its fullest, living here for your purpose. Essentially, we put more focus on the obsession to food and the obsession of body image that we've lost all focus to our very purpose and how we can better serve other people. This obsessive nature that we can get with dieting and this discouragement from seeing the scale swing day in and day out, it's defeating and it really knocks you down to a place that's hard to overcome. When we're already living in a world full of negativity, the last thing we need is to look at our own life as being negative. You see, food was intended for life-giving properties. It is meant to be consumed. And in fact, if we look at the nervous system, our digestive processes turn on when our body is in a rested state. And just to make this more scientific, it really goes back to our nervous system. So there's true physiological approach to when we should be eating our food and how we should be doing that. And this goes back to the autonomic nervous system. 
We have two parts of the automatic nervous system, the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is the fight or flight response. This basically is the response that prepares your body for action. This is preparing your body for stress. Now, a lot of us consume food in the sympathetic nervous system. We do it in the car, on the go. We do it as we're being consumed with our body image and checking our thighs and picking out our stomach and looking at magazines of really fit images. These are all things that are causing stress to the body. On the other hand, in the parasympathetic nervous system, the second part of the autonomic nervous system is what we call rest and digest. This is the point when our body is ready to respond to the food that we're eating. And the digestive processes can really only turn on when we hit that rest part, when we're sitting down, when we're prepared to eat, when we're enjoying our meal in a social situation. For most of us, we rarely ever get there in a day, right? We're always eating on the go. We're always eating under stress. We're maybe even eating over the kitchen sink. These are all times in which our body is ready to fight or flight. It's not a time in which our body is prepared to digest. This means that digestion doesn't happen as it should, and we can get a lot of GI issues going on, we can get malabsorption issues going on, and we can get a lack of nutritional value going on. And so our body really is designed to eat in this rest and digest state, and it's also meant to be a time and intended to be a joyful experience. It's something we should look forward to that excites us, that um, provides a lot of satiety to our life. And so it's really important to note that there is a right and wrong time to eat, and that maybe has a bigger impact than just on your diet alone, than all of these rules you've set. So just to be clear again, dieting is discouraging, but the act of eating is supposed to be encouraging. It's supposed to be something you look forward to, a social experience, something that you actually enjoy doing. That's why a lot of our social situations, parties, um, going out to eat with friends, a lot of social things involve food. Why do they involve food? A lot of people think it's just a stumbling block, right? It's preventing you from getting to your diet. It's, it's hard to stay on track with your diet when there's all these stumbling blocks out there. But instead of viewing them as stumbling blocks, view them as excitement and, and enjoyment of life, something that you actually look forward to. And in that, making the right choices because you're not consumed in what you shouldn't be eating. Rather, you're consumed in the social and joyous environment. The fourth reason why your diet is ruining your life is that you're letting someone else take control of what is yours. Now, I've thought a lot about this lately in my own life and understanding what joy comes from and just traveling through this long journey of just despair and depression and just really trying to find my way out of that, trying to find my way in this world, trying to really understand and value my purpose here and understanding the impact that could have on others instead of just being so focused on my own selfish desires. And what I learned is through those selfish desires, through that envy, through the comparison, through wanting something else, something that hasn't been given in my life, I have let other things control me instead of taking control of what I have and what I know to be true and my own mind and my own actions. And I think that's a huge disconnect is that when we start letting something else take control of what is ours, we start to lose the very thing that is ours and it runs away from us quicker than we can catch it. It's like this negative rabbit trail that we can get ourselves into. And it's a really 
scary place to be. And it's scary for our health because as soon as we start letting other people dictate what we should and shouldn't be doing, regardless of knowing your own body and regardless of getting in and intimate with who you are and what you know to be true, it's easy to let those things take over and control you. And it's easy to then become complacent and it's easy to become indecisive and not really believe or stand up for what your body is telling you. Essentially, it's easier to listen to other people than it is to listen to your own body. And this disconnect is what's causing so much harm and what's preventing so many people from living the simple, easy, healthy life you've been looking for is connecting again with your inner self, which we'll talk about in a second. But I think it's important to be aware that we need to stop letting other things and other people and other diets and regimens dictate what we believe to be true. And I think even as I'm pumping out all this health information, I think it's important for you to know that I'm just doing that in the in the general masses. I'm not saying that everyone or that you specifically should be doing everything that I'm telling you. I'm saying you should think about it. Soak it in. You know, play with it. Look at your own body. How is it working? How is it reacting? But that takes listening and knowing yourself, which can be kind of scary, right? It can be kind of scary to believe that your body actually knows best and what's inside actually knows more than you can even comprehend. And it's easier to listen to what other people are telling you because, gosh, you know, like all these people are experts, but really we only know a fraction of the human body. We think we know a lot and it appears that we know a ton about the human body, but we really only know a fraction of how it works. We're mystified by it still. It's, it's such a complex thing and yet it's intended to be so simple. The requirements for your body, the essential nutrients for your body really can be obtained in a really simplistic fashion. So don't let something else take control of what is yours. And the fifth reason why your diet is ruining your life is because dieting stinks, right? Like it costs money, it costs you time, it costs you social experiences, it makes you look kooky in front of other people, other people are watching, waiting for you to see results. Like there's so much pressure with dieting that when does it even become worth it? right? Why not invest all of the time that people put into dieting, all the money that people put into dieting into just living their passions? What if we changed our focus from our own obsession with how our body looked and instead started focusing our obsessions with our passions? Think how much better the world could be. Think how much more joyful your life could be, right? If we could change the disconnect that we actually have with ourselves and we can start looking inward and putting a fraction of the amount of time that we do looking at our diets into that and we just start working with our body, treating it well, understanding and respecting it instead of listening to everything else and just being discouraged and defeated all the time and clinging to the next best thing and and seeking something greater and and skinnier jeans and a number on the scale, things that are really unrealistic for most people. Again, 97% of all diets fail. And I keep bringing that up because 97% of all diets fail, meaning it's probably not going to work for you. Nine times out of 10, greater than nine times out of 10, nine and a half times out of 10, it's not going to work. And it's simply because your body knows best. There's not a one size fits all approach and it's exhausting. I look at people and I just 
hurt for them. You know, people who are clinging to diets, even myself, you know, like this last year going through this massive health journey and getting really, really sick, the sickest I've ever been, um, probably even more sick than I let myself believe, gaining weight through that process, you know, 15, almost 20 extra pounds in a matter of a month. And understanding that was a survival mechanism for my body. That was my body clinging to what it knew it needed at the time. And it was not a time for me to shame myself or to look poorly upon myself, but it was a time for me to understand like, hey, my body's running on low. It's running on empty and I need to start treating it with respect. I need to take a few steps back and understand that, yes, I don't like what's happening on the outside. I don't like the number that's appearing on the scale. I want to believe that it's false, but it's not. And instead, just taking the slow approach of, okay, how can I get my health back? How can I take time to rest, to rejuvenate, to actually enjoy life, to understand my passions and my purpose here, to give me a greater sense of myself so that my body can heal, to allow it the room to do the job that it was designed. Such a foreign concept I mean, there were easy solutions. I know how to make people lose weight really quickly. I know it's not a good idea. I know it not to be true, um, not to be effective, but I could have done that to myself. There were times when I was extremely tempted um, and questioning how, why me? I'm supposed to be the nutritionist. Why am I gaining this much weight? And how am I going to get it off? And what are other people going to think of me? And But here's the bottom line. Just because you gain weight doesn't mean it was because you were out of control. It could be something similar to me where I had a virus and, and a lot of other issues going on in my body where it was just a mechanism of survival. It was a means for allowing my body to heal. And as I have allowed this rest and rejuvenation, as I've allowed my myself to really trust my body, to respect my body to a new height that I've never even understood, then I could see my body start to get into this normal rhythm, a normal functioning, more efficiency, and slowly the weight starts falling off, right? It's it's just a trust level with your body. It's not a trust with another diet. It's not a trust with another acquaintance or the next magazine cover claiming that it knows how to save your life and save your waistline. It's not going to happen until we can really understand our own body and really develop a deep respect for that. So those are my five reasons why dieting is ruining your life. And I probably didn't even need to say those, right? If you have dieted or you are in a diet, whether you like to believe it or not, it is obsessive. It is controlling you. And in some extent, it is making your life difficult. But what's even more than that is looking at the health implications of that. You know, it's easy to think, the diet and losing weight is going to make everything better. But that's just like saying achieving more money or having more money is going to make me happier. Like we, we that's unproven untrue. And just like losing weight is not going to make you happier, losing weight doesn't necessarily mean it's going to make you healthier. And so instead of focusing so much on weight and on a diet and looking better, what if we took ownership of our own body? And I really like that word ownership because I feel like we don't use it enough and we don't embrace it enough. And ownership and being self-aware go hand in hand. We have to take ownership of our bodies, of knowing ourselves, of respecting ourselves, of becoming self-aware so much so that we know when we need rest. We know when we need to rejuvenate. We know when we need to take a step back. We know when we need to slow down on the carbs or speed up on the protein or add more carbs to our diet. Like we know our bodies enough to understand when it's hungry and when it's full and when it's satisfied and when it's not, when it needs a rest from exercise and when you can push it a little bit harder. We need to know that stuff and embrace that 
Just like Dr. Bruce said in the sleep episode, we need to brace our chronotype instead of believing the ways of what the world has taught us to be true, which are false in most cases, right? For a very small fraction of the population, they might work, but for the majority of people, they don't. And it's because your body is created uniquely, just like you have a unique purpose. And so instead of putting so much energy and time, let's just take ownership of our body. Choose to respect yourself. Even if you do have 20 extra pounds on you, that's something I had to allow myself to do is to respect my body regardless of how much weight I had gained in just a short amount of time and understand, okay, this is my body's way of adapting. This is my body's way of protecting me. This is my body's way of preventing disease. Now, how do I help it? How do I help come alongside of it and help it? How do I feed it? How do I rest? How do I rejuvenate? Things that I had to learn because I wasn't doing I was the mom of three little girls who wasn't sleeping through the night and who was trying to manage them in a business and um, clean the house and do all these things. And now I've learned that asking for help is my best friend. But even more than that, understanding and respecting my body and feeding it well. See, I think it changes our mindset when we get out of dieting and this restrictive deprivation mindset, which only makes you want to eat more junk. Am I right? Like it makes you want and crave junk food. I, whenever I diet, I'm always baffled by the things that I crave that I normally never would crave. Like I want everything in sight. I don't care what it is. And it's just the mindset of like, okay, if you're going to take everything away from me, well, now I want it all, right? It's the rebellious nature that we all have inside of us. I tell my husband all the time, I'm not just the rebellious one, but everyone has that rebellious nature. And so if we let that all go and we just embrace us, who we are and what our bodies needs, then it's not a means of deprivation and starvation. It's a means of providing what's life-giving, what makes you feel good. And through that, you have a better sense of life and more joy and more satisfaction. I can promise you, if you choose to take ownership, if you choose to become self-aware and really just listen to yourself and respect yourself and live for something more, health becomes a lot easier because it doesn't suck the life out of you. And that, my friends, is what true health is. So how do we get there? What's your first step? I think the first step is really to take ownership, to say, yes, this is my body. I'm done letting other people, other things control my thoughts and what I think and believe to be true. And instead, I'm going to trust my body and that I know what is true. And I know that to be respect and to be self-aware. And so through that, I have developed a list of questions, which I'm going to post in the show notes. And it's just a series of questions that you can start to journal and ask yourself and really find yourself, find what you want to live for and find where you're at right now. Understand your body, maybe where you want to go with your body, where you want to go with your health and kind of develop this, this framework and this mindset that this mindset that you can fully embrace that live with confidence, and live with a greater joy and zeal for life. My friend, I'm a nutritionist. I can make a lot of money selling weight loss. But you know what? I never have simply because it's a lie. It's not worth chasing. It's not. I believe there is something greater out there than just chasing a number on the scale or just chasing a certain size. And that comes from fully respecting you, your body shape, what you look like. We're all beautiful individuals. I mean, most of us put ourselves on the lowest pedestal of beauty, right? Like we don't look at ourselves as beautiful, but we look at everyone else around us. And instead we just need to know and believe and accept that we are beautiful for who we are and that in living our passion and our purpose that 
We're living for something greater than just being obsessed in this culture that's just gonna suck the life out of you. So please, my plead with you today is to stop comparing your insides, what you're feeling to someone else's outsides and the game of envy, something that is so hard to get yourself out of and just start appreciating other people and their lives and, and the life that they are living instead of being jealous and wrecking havoc on them and wrecking havoc in your own life and start believing and trusting and respecting your life and your mission and why you're here and your next steps. So together, let's do this. Let's stand up to dieting. Let's end it. Let's end the obsession with food and just start embracing food as a life-giving substance, embracing health as this total picture, and really just start to respect who you are and walk in confidence in that. My friend, you are beautiful. You are worth this and you are worth so much more than dieting. And that is why I'm passionate to continue to share my struggles, my journey, and what I believe to be true about health. And that's taking ownership and becoming self-aware and living for something greater. So I hope that you found this encouraging. I hope you found this exciting in a way that You know, we don't have to look at the next magazine cover. We don't have to jump on the next diet fad that there is a better way, a more simplistic way and just start embracing that. And that takes knowing you. So again, don't forget to head on over to the show notes at simplerootswellness.com slash 032 and grab a copy of those. And before we go, I just want to say I love to walk this journey with you for there is power and community. And I can assure you, this is one community you will want to be a part of. If you haven't signed up for my daily emails, I'd highly encourage you to do so. Not only do you get weekly meal plans that are healthy and realistic, but you also get daily encouragement and motivation to keep fighting, to fight for something better, a simplistic approach that allows you to finally live. It's a community without shame and helps you to create a sense of freedom in your own life, putting to rest the lies that fill our head and begin to believe that there is a new way a better way. So I hope you join me in this community. I would be honored to have you. To join me, head on over to simplerootswellness.com and leave your name and email. Then check your inboxes tomorrow to begin the journey. One last thing before we go, we reached 100 ratings and reviews. You guys, I am over the top thrilled about this and your words are so kind. Like, I find myself incredibly humbled by the fact that I get to share this journey with you and help so many people escape from the lies and finally live with full joy. 100 ratings and reviews. I can't even believe it. If you'd like to add to that 100, I'd love to continue getting honest feedback. The ratings and reviews aren't just for my eyes or my benefit, but they actually help the show to be findable and visible by other people. Yes, there is a purpose behind those. So to help with the vitality of the show, just head on over to simplerootswellness.com slash review and leave some honest feedback. Again, thank you for joining me in this journey. I love that you are a part of it and I can't wait for you to hear what's coming up. In the meantime, cheers to ending the craziness and choosing a better path. Have a great week.